I'm Al John Go, podcaster and producer of the Disney List, Skull Rock Podcast, and Dining at Disney. When you're creating content, podcasts, webcasting, live streaming, or wanting to step up your video conference calls, you need quality gear and accessories. That's why I use Gator Frameworks in my studio. From professional broadcast boom arms and microphone stands, studio monitor speaker stands, ring light kits, headphone holders, elite furniture studio desks, and acoustic wall treatments, Gator Frameworks has you covered. Gator is the leading brand of cases, stands, and support system solutions for music, pro AV, creative pro, IT, and general utility industries. They have over 1,000 different solutions made from vacuum-formed plastics, rational molded plastics, wood, sewn, and EVA materials. Leveraging their expertise in case design and manufacturing, Gator has a complete OEM division that works with leading companies around the world to engineer and create custom cases for original equipment manufacturers. For more information, visit Gator Frame works.com product provided in exchange for promotional consideration i'm al john go co-host of the disney list podcast as heard on sorcerer radio as well as skull rock podcast here with my wife Kristen. hello hello you are an earmarked agent who books disney travel vacations for people all the time give our listeners a reason why they want to give you a call instead of just booking a trip by themselves Well, I can do all of the legwork for them. I have expertise. I've been to the Disney parks well over 100 times, so they've got that knowledge at their hand, as well as it saves them time and money. Where can people get in touch with you so that they can book their next Disney cruise, Disney park trip, Adventures by Disney? They can contact me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together all walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I am Kristen, a Disney foodie and travel expert. Joining me is Bubba. He's annual pass holder, former restaurant manager, many other things. Former cast member and a gentle giant. I like that one. And with us is Kat. Kat, I'm going to let you tell people what you do because I don't know your official job title, but you have a cool job. Uh, I am a production manager for immersive experience design and also media and also film and also a bunch of other things. So Kat gets to do things like make food look pretty. (laughs) I get to do that sometimes. Sometimes I get to make experiences. Sometimes I get to record things. Sometimes I get to direct things. Sometimes I get to edit things. I do everything. I do a little bit of everything. And you are a... uh, by coast annual pass holder. Yes, I am. By coastal annual pass holder, podcast host. Yes, sleepy, eat, very eat sleepy, sad us. girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. For those of you new to the show, we do two a week. So you definitely want to make sure you check those out. Okay. Today we are talking about Bubba's trip for the Star Wars. What was that evening entertainment thing called? I can't, I'm drawing a blank. 
it's called Disneyland After Dark. Yes. Star Wars Night. And then NIT. Yes, that's how they do. That's and May the fourth. And May I was on May the fourth. They actually have three parties. There was one the third, one the fourth, and there will be one May twenty seventh during Star Wars Celebration Weekend. Unfortunately, they are sold. It is sold out. It's sold out all three nights. Um, so. If you don't have tickets, hopefully they'll, I'm sure they'll do it again next year. I mean, now that that parks are reopened and everything. So, uh, but yeah, what a crazy May the 4th. I hope you guys had a good May the 4th. Sorry, I haven't been around the past couple of weeks. Just a lot of busyness, you know, we actually did, uh, we, you know, uh, we went the Monday after Main Street Electrical Parade opening weekend too. So, you know, we got to do some of that and, you know, I could talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, let's talk about this Star Wars night. Uh, if you guys are watching on the Zoom, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, go to the Zoom, go to our Facebook page, you know, check out the video. You can see some of the stuff I'm about to show, like this little lanyard that we got, everybody did. So, you know, May the 4th during the day, it was, you know, pretty busy. Star Wars Day at Disneyland, you like, everybody has to go. There was no reservations open for that day. So, you know, we lucked out uh getting those and uh it's weird because i don't know if you guys went through the star wars menu you know that i had some items that were just for star wars night but also some items that were throughout the day you know during this may the fourth celebration you know star wars celebration um it was just weird because you know we started running into problems kind of during the day i was kind of telling you guys about it uh one of the items that was available all day which was the mustafar parfait which they totally missed the name on that. They should have just called it Musta Parfait. I think that would have been a great name for it. Um, but it was not available at all that day. And a lot of people were coming up to Galactic at the Galactic Grill in Tomorrowland Terrace saying, you know, you guys said you would have this today. It's like, oh, it's only available for the Star Wars party night. And so there was a lot of confusion there, even with the cast members uh, about that. And uh, so then check-in starts. There was no communication about when check-in started. Uh, people were assuming there would be multiple locations in the park if you were already in there that you could check in. Unfortunately, there was one location, and it was an hour probably wait. So it it was kind of confusing. We actually went outside the park to go check in, and it was a lot faster than um, waiting in that long line. Uh, so once we check in, uh, you know, we get the lanyards, we get our little maps. Where's my map at? Where's the map? Yes, we get our little Star Wars map, uh, just like this, save one kind of bent, but yeah. And it had everything on there that you wanted to do, what, what stores were open, what photo opportunities. There was TIE Fighter uh, type area where you can take pictures with TIE Fighters, speeder bikes, uh, with Wampas, a Rebel Base. You could take pictures in Jakku, in the trash compactor, in Jabba's palace. Uh, so throughout the night, those were pretty heavy weights, especially, you know, Jabba's palace and, uh, you know, encounters with some of the other characters like uh, Sokatano. Uh, the Cantina Band, actually, that was the, I don't know if you guys see in my video on Instagram, the Cantina Band was on Rivers of America playing, you know, the, dun, 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 you know, their, their famous song that, they only play one song, um, but Darth Vader and Darth Maul were in Tomorrowland along with the evil emperor, which was cool. I've never seen the emperor character 
out before, but it wasn't where you can take pictures with them. It was kind of like, are they're in the background and then you have to take a picture while they're in the background, but they're walking around interacting with everybody. Um, you know, especially with the kids, they had the, another popular one were the, uh, uh, the Ewoks. That was a really long line, about an hour and a half. And then some of the other characters like Ezra, Captain Rex, and uh, you know, the seventh sister, you know, if you know some of your Star Wars stuff, they were out in the park taking pictures with people too, which was really nice. Chewbacca and everyone else was out there. They had a fireworks show at 930 dedicated just to Star Wars. It was about five, six minutes long. It was really nice. I have that posted on my Instagram too. If you guys want to watch that big underscore Bubba underscore B. Um, but it was just, so. I just felt it was a lot of confusion. One popular item, which we still have, was the uh, this uh, salted caramel cookie that they gave out at the blue milk stand. Um, so the party starts at nine. On the on May third, a lot of people complained because at eight forty five they were already sold out of the cookie for the night. So it didn't even last at the beginning of Star Wars night. They started selling them early. So we got word of that, and so we kind of you know stayed around that area so we can do that at eight o'clock and yeah as soon as eight hit they started selling them and the line was through the roof they sold out again by nine o'clock uh so but i will tell you one thing this cookie was amazing and i want to get a description of it for you real quick um if i have it here uh, no it's not really a description it just says what it is it's yeah, yeah, it was a salted caramel cookie. I actually have one still. We yeah, we bought two. We <laughs> have one still. We're saved it because we want I wanted to show you guys this rare popular item. They need to make more of these and bring these to the park. This was one of the most delicious cookies we've had. That's crazy how popular it was yeah, that they sold popular. out before the party even started. Yeah, I think I have a picture. I sent out on a picture of it through uh Facebook if you guys want to take a look at it too. Um so, you know, kind of like that issue uh, with some of the food items. Also, the uh, dark side part, the dark stuff. That's what they called it. You know, they had the gray stuff at Rose Tavern, yeah. but they also had something called the dark stuff. And that was a uh, red velvet cake and with dark frost, dark kind of like a, um, a chocolate cookies and cream frosting drizzled on top with a uh, Darth Vader head on, on there. And... It was, that was really delicious. I heard they sold out probably around nine, uh, 10, 10, 30. They sold out of that. Uh, <laughs> and the Musta Parfait, we actually went back later that night and they had them. So, but we grabbed the very last few or like we grabbed the last two. Well, not the last two, but there was like maybe a few left. So those were sold out by... 11, 1130. So how many was um, it, Bubba? Was it one? Was it two? Was it five? We got was two. It? We got two. No, we got, I mean, one for me, one for Taylor. So <laughs> I'm just joking. They were, I wish they were a little bit bigger, but it was a, uh, I wish I had the description of, all, of everything I had. Um, producer Taylor in the background. The Musta Parfait. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. So but, what, uh, now the party person, started at nine, right? The party did start at nine, but at eight o'clock, they had they already started kicking people out, making sure they're checking wristbands and lanyards. So no matter what, the, it did say the park closed at eight that day. Gotcha. Disneyland Park. 
Um, but there was no official word saying the party started at eight. And it actually started the DJs and all the picture booths around nine. And then but it ran until what time? Uh, they actually stopped some of the booths around 30 minutes before the uh, park closed, like 15, 30 minutes. So what time was that, though? We, hmm? What time? What time was that? Probably around 1230, 1245 certain. Okay, uh, so so the event was like from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m.? Yes, that was the time. Okay. Uh, The rides, all the rides stayed open except one attraction. Can you guess what attraction closed at 10 o'clock? Rise of the Resistance. Rise of Resistance closed at 10, 1030. Uh, Word was that it was down. And uh, they were getting it back up, but it was, yeah, but it was scheduled to be open at 11, never reopened. So that was another little thing, you know, you can't have us, you got to make sure. I know stuff happens, you know, with the rise of resistance, it's a real, it's a mind bender sometimes because it breaks down three times a day, two times a day. So they got 45 minutes to reset everything. But um, yeah, it was just, you know, go figure that, you know, um, one of the very last things we did that night was, uh, hyperspace mountain. And, uh, you know, it was still a long wait, but we actually, uh, Taylor had a fast, a, a lightning lane pass and we got to use it. So we didn't have to wait that long. And, oh, it was awesome. I, I don't think it's been like maybe three, four years since I've done the hyperspace mountain and all the graphics and everything inside. It was, it was pretty amazing. And then we, it was probably around 1230. We wanted to do pictures with Java because they were in the Starcade, but they closed it early and that was a bummer. Oh, well. Um, and then one place we did dine at during the party was Cafe Orleans. We actually got in at Cafe Orleans. They had a special tapas menu um, and probably some of the best food. Let me pull up the menu real quick for that. Uh, yeah, probably some of the best food we had in a long time at the park. So one thing that everybody needs to write Disney about is the spicy Chondo pepper fries. <laughs> Taylor actually passed for the recipe from one of the cast members for this. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll get an email. So, you know, let me go back to it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best things she's ever eaten, we'll say that. So, yeah, the, I had Fresno chilies, the garlic sweet chili cheese sauce. It's like they rolled, it was like, you know, you had rally fries before they're seasoned, but it's like they rolled them in like some spicy sugar also. So, you had a, the best of both heat and sweet, and it was amazing. It was a great flavor, good taste. Um, I had the roasted pork and uh, yob shrimp, or yob shrimp blue rice bowl. And it was a sliced pork belly with a uh, chimichurri sauce on top. It's, I think it's the same chimichurri they use during Food and Wine Festival, which is really good. Um, and it had, you know, blue rice. It looked very futuristic, like some you would some out of this world, and it tasted amazing. And then Taylor had the, if I can find it. No, that's filet not it. Skewers. Is it the roasted New York yakitori? And it was tender filet mignon skewers with spring onion and soy glaze and and purple, and purple potatoes. That was delish. I sent you guys. I had to send you some pictures of what everything looked like. I wish you guys could have tasted it too. <laughs> and so it was amazing. Um, 
So good job, Kathy Orleans. I wish they would bring a tapas menu, that same tapas menu, maybe to the uh, the Magic Keyholder Terrace in DCA or, you know, somewhere oh, else. Yeah. That would be great. Uh, and then we asked, up, we actually like, you know, asked around other tables how their, how their things were. Because uh, we wanted, I wanted the opinion on the, uh, the fried portion fritter, portion bread fritters, which everybody said was like a Monte Cristo ball. And they said it tasted nothing like Disney's Monte Cristo. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was actually, they said, some people said it was like too gooey. Um, the Gruyere cheese wasn't, wasn't as pleasurable as it should have been. Um, so, and then uh, what else? The cabbage pancakes, I think another table had them. Oh, yeah. That was, um, let me see. Genhall cabbage pancakes, I believe I'm saying that. Is that Gihal? Al John, my Star Wars Al John producer, is that right? Gihal cabbage pancakes. So these were savory pancakes with mayonnaise, forest mushrooms, soy glaze, uh, nori powder, and bonito flakes. And the table next to us said that was amazing. Something that another item that should be on the menu. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad we got to dine at Cafe Orleans. It was just very surprising, and it kind of made the night a little bit smoother, just because you know we, we it started out as oh good this night's gonna go smooth. Now we have some great food in our system, but you know the sweets that just kind of gave us a little headache, you know, especially when other people are trying to, you know, go in order and then ask cast members, you can tell how frustrated cast members were getting the same question over and over. Why don't you guys have this? Why don't you guys have that? What time will you guys have this? Um, and you just, you know, you just kept hearing that from other guests and talking with friends that were at the party, you know, they were saying the same thing. Uh, the highlight of my night was the lightsaber meetup. Uh, they did this around 1030 each night where if you had a lightsaber, even if you didn't, you could still go, but everybody basically did have a lightsaber out in Galaxy's Edge by the Millennium Falcon. And we got to take a huge picture from Disney to where Ray is overlooking everybody with the lightsabers and we all lift our lightsabers up and they take this massive picture. And I want to say there's at least a thousand lightsabers in the picture. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was my highlight of the night just because it was cool meeting other people that just love Star Wars as much as I do and who invested in a lightsaber. I mean, some of these other lightsabers were just amazing. And the cosplay was un unbelievably great. There was a Beauty and the Beast Han and Leia. Oh, wow. there, was, there was just so many pictures, people taking pictures with them. I couldn't get a picture with them. But, uh, you know, Ahsoka Tano was very popular too. A lot of people dressed like her. It was tough because you couldn't wear masks unless you're a child. You know, they, you have to have your face shown if you're an adult. So people couldn't wear Darth Vader helmets or Kylo Ren helmets, stuff like that. But when it came to the makeup, a lot of people were spot on. And, you know, uh, some... <laughs> My favorite ones were the six group of people that dressed up like space ball uh, people <laughs> you know, coming out. You know, uh, that was that was my favorite cosplay right there. Lone Star. Um, <laughs> I could say so many lines from space ball. Right I sure could, but I won't. <laughs> Never seen that. Call the deserts. 
That's one of my favorite films. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the cleanest one I can do. Um, so, you know, what they kind of, and people were saying the same thing about Villains Night, which I, you know, I didn't, never asked around about Villains Night. How was it? People were saying the same thing that kept running out of the sweet treats within an hour, you know, of the party. But some of these treats didn't even last Star Wars night when the party started. So uh, a lot of cast members did not, were not communi- being communicated to, you know, because one person was saying, oh, we were told there were going to be multiple check, you know, check-in points in the park. Unfortunately, there was only one. And, you know, it was an hour, hour and a half wait. Yeah. Uh, And they didn't have much merchandise this time compared to the other parties. You know, maybe a couple shirts. Um, We did get the May the 4th Baby Yoda pin. Uh, And there was also, uh, I think, a Mandalorian or one other type of May the 4th pin. Um, And they had the ad-ad buckets. But I already have an ad-ad bucket. They sold them about four years ago in the park. But those are... Yeah, that's the new Peach Dragon uh, bucket now because everybody's in line buying those ad-ads. Uh, and then let me see, what else? Yeah, we didn't really get, to, like I said, we couldn't take any pictures of characters because the lines were so long. They did have lightsaber training for adults. I love that. It was quick, though. It was probably within like 10, 15 minutes. But it was a good workout, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so other than that... Uh, it wasn't as pleasurable as I wanted, but you know, it's still Star Wars. I, I love Star Wars to death, so I still had a good time just you know talking with people, eating so eating the food that was available to us, and um, just uh, you know, and just trying to have a good time, which I did. I felt like I did, but I don't think it was worth the price that I paid for, unless maybe they started a little bit earlier or go later. Um, which is the only thing I can think of that would be worth the price. Or not running out of. Or not running out of. I mean, yeah, I know you're going to, I think they may have oversold also because it was a lot busier than other after dark parties I went to. It was, it felt a lot more busier. Um, so maybe a little less on the tickets, you know, to make it even more special and magical. Because if you ever oversell stuff like this, it's just, it's hectic, it's frantic and you know, just like I said, you run out of stuff within an hour of starting to sell it. And it was a lot of confusion with the uh, mobile ordering because the night before people said, oh, it, does, it pops up at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m., a lot of the stuff didn't pop up on the mobile ordering. And they're like, why did you do that? And it's because, oh, well, we sold out within an hour yet last night. So we're not putting it on the app this time. You have to walk up and order it. Uh <laughs> So, like I said, just confusion. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to do it, just do it consistently. You know, don't like say, oh, we'll do it one night, but we're not going to do it the next night. Oh, well, so that's just a little heads up to anybody going to Star Wars weekend, too. Um, you know, we still, you still can mobile order. A lot of the favorites might not be on there. So, um, and then you can do walk-ups at Carnation, or, uh, not Carnation, but um, Cafe Orleans. And uh, so just if you want to eat there, it is really good. I highly recommend it. And uh, fireworks show, amazing. Um, that's another thing you have to do. And the lightsaber meetup. You can just meet a lot of new people, new friends you can meet there too. And that love Star Wars just as much as me and Al. I, know, I mean, Al Jones is off the charts loving Star Wars. I know that. You can't beat that love right there. <laughs> Truth. But... Um... <laughs> Do you feel that maybe Disney 
because we love to talk about the food and its variety on the show every week. But when you do these special events, you got to think about how how can it be you know um, executed properly to really help the enjoyment of all the guests there. And sometimes when I think these things are all great, when you have food running out, when they underprepared, they, I mean, they, they had a very ambitious menu for Star Wars month, if you will, for these events. Yeah. But I think it's just too much for them to even take care of. Like I would much rather now, now that they know that this is going on, maybe they'll focus on really getting, you know, focused on the food instead of having so much out there because uh, they, they already know what's going to be popular and they should, you know, hopefully have not have any food outages because, or shortages, (laughs) outage, like a power outage. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, so it's, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Just, and, um, you know, we were talking with other guests throughout the day and they just noticed, you know, a change in how stuff is being executed to, you know, previous parties before, uh, in, you know, total agreement that, you know, we were trying to figure out what the problem could be. You know, of course, number one is JPEG. <laughs> you know, that's always like the number one, you know, popular. But it also goes down to, you know, just how how cast members do their jobs sometimes too. We were noticing that it was just lackluster throughout the day with certain cast members. Mm. Um we kind of ran into an incident that day to where we were eating at a French market earlier in the day. And there was a lot, there was some tables that were open, but none of them were bust. And at Cafe Orleans, the cast members come and they, they usually bust the table and wipe and, you know, wipe it down for you. And they used to do it in a quick manner. Um, so we got to a table that had stuff on it. So I told Taylor, well, I'll go get the food that we ordered, you know, and I'll come back. I go get our food, and then not only that, I get our, our mobile order, and then I come back. The table is barely being bust. It's probably 10 minutes later. Nice. And so Taylor notices there's five cast members sitting, like four or five cast members in the corner behind a wall. Oh. All on their phones. All on their phones. And she has a picture of it, too. And, um, yeah, so, she, of course, the one cast member that did come and help, you know, he was great. We actually went to guest uh, – city hall and gave him a compliment because you know he was working hard and he understood too he's like you guys have like any more help and he's like we usually do so he's like you know and he's apologizing but um until taylor had to talk to a lead and then finally the leads went to go talk to saw everybody in that corner and all of a sudden here they come out and then every they're cleaning everything and stuff like that yeah, so, it's unfortunate. uh you know just uh what's the rule What's the what's the what? I was gonna say, what's the rule? If you got time to lean, you got time to you got clean. Time to clean. That's a dang man. That's it's true. So I mean, then you know, we're talking with other uh, key holders. There was another key holder that sat by us, and she's been a key holder just as long as we have, and noticed a huge change in you know how cast members are today. To where man, they would just you know they would make sure they would put a smile on your face each and every day. You know, and we're not, I'm not seeing that with some of these cast members now. There's some cast members that just go above and beyond. And, you know, that's Taylor. That was actually, when she talked to the lead, the lead was actually doing great too. And talking with everybody to make sure, you know, after that incident, everybody around was okay, which is, you know, something you need to do, but you also need to kind of catch 
you know, then people, you know, if you got time to lean, got time to clean. You're exactly right, Algernon. Hey, management, baby. I know. I know exactly what you mean. But you know, we all start uh, off somewhere. And honestly, if if you're being trained properly, um, I yes. always felt like you need to be in motion because I'd never wanted to stay still. I felt like the day went by longer or went by longer if you're just standing around. So oh, you might yes, as well just good. keep busy and, and clean and do maintenance and do whatever you needed to do. But anyway, no, sorry. You're, you're I don't exactly like right. to be bored. I, I always like to want to be doing work. something. That's me. <laughs> yeah. you know, anybody knows that works in restaurants or you know, even in guest service, just it's all about making that customer or guest at Disneyland smile and enjoy, get their money's worth. That they're spending all this money to you know come enjoy themselves. And just because you're not having a great day doesn't mean you have to pass it on to somebody else. You well, know, it'll be maybe one, somebody it'll, else can pass on the great day to you. It'll be one thing if, you know, if it was one cast member having a bad day, but then they have a group of them literally just yeah. on their phone. Yeah, they I were mean, on their phone. They just like, I mean, like, I remember what is going on here. Well, I remember when we were doing service and stuff like that, that you don't bring your personal phone onto the sales floor or anything like that. that I'm, I'm surprised that that Disney lets them have their phone on them. They may not. Things have, changed. Things have changed a lot over the years when it comes with Disney and, you know, what they allow, what they don't allow, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> you know, well, that's, that's, that's for another day. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, Hey, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you had fun. You know, it like still, fun. Like I said, it was still fun. Just, you got to work some of the kinks out. Hopefully, Everything will go more smoother on the 27th. We'll hear, you know, from people going Star Wars weekend. I wish I could be there, man, because just seeing all the posts for Star Wars weekend. I mean, what's stuff going on? Not even just at the convention, but outside the convention at certain places. It looks looks like it's going to be a fun week there (laughs) if you're a Star Wars fanatic. Kat, you're going to be there, right, for celebration? I will be there. Yes, I will be there. Awesome. I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that report. That'll be nice. I am officially going to be there on Sunday, but I might be there some other days too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be a surprise. Cat <laughs> mm-hmm. may All be right. there. Maybe <laughs> not ask Cat though. Maybe she'll be there. Somebody else. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Do you have your outfit picked off for Sunday? Um, actually I am putting something together. Um, there is this wonderful group uh, of creators called BB Create who are incredible. Uh, that's a clever name. That's a clever yes, name. Yes, they're like wonderful that. gentlemen. They're great. They're going to be on the floor. They're not. They're not uh, having a booth, but they'll be around wandering. And they make these wonderful pins and patches. And I got some patches from them at Dapper Day. And I'm going to be making a jumpsuit that features the patches. They're um, Han and Leia's blasters with flowers coming out of them. <laughs> Very cool. So it it should be it should be interesting. I'm I'm waiting on some other things to come, but it should it should be a fun weekend. Yeah, awesome. That's figuring Dan's new band. It's not Guns and Roses. It's Blasters and Roses. <laughs> Blasters <laughs> and Roses. <laughs> I love it. I'm in. So crazy. Uh, anyway, any final thoughts, Bob? Uh, no, I think I've you know said all my two cents. Which uh, you know I'm. It's like almost to where like I wanted to go two nights just so I could try to do everything, you know, yeah. pictures and stuff like that. So, uh, but, you know, it's definitely lots, a lot of stuff they want you to do. 
so when it comes, we'll see how the 27th goes when it comes to everything else. But um, hopefully they'll work on it. And next year will be, I'm still going to go next year if they have this Star Wars After, After Dark event for May the 4th. And uh, hopefully it'll be better by then. So I'll probably rate it like, I, I'll give it a, I'll give it a good solid, I want to say seven, but I'm going to go six out of 10 okay. on my scale. On your scale? <laughs> but you just I'm cut not, the difference, yeah. six and a half. Six and a half. Go six there you go. <laughs> well, we hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe. You can find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. But if you do find us on Anchor, there you can also support the show and donate as little as 99 cents a month. You can also support us by going to diningatdisney.com and using our links to Amazon, Disney Store, and a Garden Grocer when you're doing your shopping. Hey, Bob, you want to tell everybody where they can find us? Uh, you can go on diningatdisney.com. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> diningatdisney.com. Uh, and you can check us out on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Dining at Disney. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, big underscore Bubba underscore B. Like I said, I have the uh, the uh, uh, fireworks show from Star Wars night, a couple other pictures I'm going to be posting to uh, from that night. And for all your travel and cruise needs, please talk to Christian right there. Email her at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Kat, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. Make sure to check out some other great podcasts, including the Disney list with our very own Kristen and Al John, WDW Park Hoppers with Park Hopper Sid and Park Hopper John, the Disney Pox podcast with Tony and John, Skull Rock podcast with Al John and Dave Foster, and my podcast, Eat the Pictures. For Facebook fun, join our friends, the Disney dorks, the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. And don't forget to join the Dining at Disney Facebook group. There's a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Until next time, I'm Kristen. With me was Kat and Bubba. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, the Disney List podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. Eat the Pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast. Every week we look at the ways different movies from classic horror to rom-com use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry. Skull Rock Podcast. Talking all things Disney. With your hosts, Al John Goh and Dave Bossert. 
Do you just love to learn more about the magic that embodies animated films, theme park attractions, and more? The all-encompassing universe created and produced by the genius of Walt Disney has spanned nearly 100 years in counting. From his earliest film endeavors with the Laughogram cartoons and the Alice comedies, to the creation of Mickey Mouse, to the first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then dreaming of Disneyland, Walt Disney continuously raised the creative bar, and today his company has carried on that tradition as a global entertainment juggernaut. I'm Dave Bossard, artist, filmmaker, and author. And I'm Al John Go, musician, podcaster, and radio guy. Every week, Dave and I will explore the entertainment galaxy that is Disney with insightful conversation, stories, and special guests talking all things Disney. Listen to never-before-heard stories and behind-the-scenes moments from some of your favorite Disney films, theme park attractions, performances, books, music, and so much more from knowledgeable, insightful, and thought-provoking hosts and guests. Hear the latest news about Disney past, present, and future. Skull Rock Podcast is your go-to source for the magic we all love. Skull Rock Podcast. Visit SkullRockPodcast.com.